When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Hi, I'm Jane Garvey. And I'm Fee Glover. Off Air with Jane and Fee is going live. We are taking to the stage at the amazing Crucible Theatre in Sheffield on Friday the 31st of May. It'll be a night full of surprises. We'll have a special guest, we'll involve you in the audience and we'll embarrass ourselves. You really won't want to miss it. Well, the surprises, we don't yet know what's in it, so it genuinely is a night of surprises. Well, you've surprised me already. Uh, It's not just us. Our live show is part of an exciting new podcast festival called Cross wires which is taking place in some really amazing venues across sheffield from the 31st of may to the 2nd of june so other podcasters that you'll be able to see include katie price Catherine ryan ramash ranganathan and the original adam buxton but there's also a whole host of free fringe events family shows surprise acts and after parties that jane and i haven't yet been invited to I'm sure it's only a matter of time head to crosswires.live for tickets and more information This is The World in 10 from the Times of London on Wednesday the 7th of December. I'm in Kemp Ifejika. After countrywide protests, Chinese authorities lift some COVID restrictions. Starting today, all customers entering public places no longer need to have a negative nucleic acid test result. And Democrats have strengthened control of the Senate in the United States. It is my honor to utter the four most powerful words ever spoken in a democracy. The people have spoken. Chinese authorities have further lifted some of the world's toughest coronavirus restrictions following protests over the last few weeks. Those who are asymptomatic or have mild cases of COVID-19 are no longer required to quarantine in state facilities, but can do so at home. People are also no longer required to show a negative PCR test before going into most public places, apart from schools and hospitals. This shopper in Beijing said there's more activity. Well, the biggest change is that there are more people in the supermarkets. Some time ago, there weren't so many shoppers there, but things have changed. I went to the grocery store this morning and encountered a long line. Wang Long is a manager at a Beijing supermarket. Starting today, all customers entering public places no longer need to have a negative nucleic acid test result. They only need to show the green health code to enter the venue normally. It's much more convenient for customers. We're also strictly implementing the requirements of Beijing authorities and have made immediate adjustments. After the reopening of dining services, food preparation volumes have also been adjusted.
The Democratic Party in the United States has cemented its position in the Senate with a runoff win in the state of Georgia. Raphael Warnock will retake his seat after defeating the Republican former American football player Herschel Walker. The Democrats now have 51 seats to the Republicans' 49, defying the odds during the midterm elections to actually increase their tally. Republicans did, however, retake control of the House of Representatives. Raphael Warnock addressed supporters in Atlanta. It is my honor to utter the four most powerful words ever spoken in a democracy. The people have spoken. Michael Holmes, a CNN anchor in Atlanta, explained the significance of the victory. It has a lot of meanings in terms of Donald Trump, the Republican Party, but in terms of the the Senate, purely and simply, instead of being 50-50, being 51-49 actually gives the Democrats a whole lot more power. It means that the powerful committees in the Senate are no longer equally divided. It means the, the Democrats will be able to get more done. They'll be able to have nominations pushed through with just a simple vote. When it was 50-50 and the committees were equally divided, it used to have to go through a torturous Senate process before anyone could be approved for a government appointment, for example, it's going to mean that uh, judges, which are very important in this in this country, are going to be appointed in a far more uh, expedited way than they have been in a 50-50 Senate. You're listening to The World in 10, news and analysis of the world's big stories from the Times of London. Donald Trump's family business has been convicted by a jury in New York of conducting a 15-year tax fraud scheme, adding to the former president's mounting legal troubles as he tries to take back the White House in 2024. The Trump organization was found guilty of evading personal income taxes by paying executives off the books and not declaring job perks such as rent-free apartments and luxury cars. President Trump himself was not charged in the case, and the likely punishment is a fine of $1.6 million and will not jeopardize the future of the company. However, the conviction could complicate future deals, and the guilty verdict is a vindication for the New York prosecutors after a three-year investigation. Trump organization lawyer Alan Fertifas said they would appeal against the verdict. It'll certainly be you appealing, of course. I'm sure the company will be issuing a statement. I don't want to comment for the Thank you very much. The Trump organization was found guilty on all nine counts that it faced, and prosecutors said it was the first time the company had been convicted of crimes by a jury. President Trump has denounced the investigation as a witch hunt. 25 suspected members of supporters of a far-right group have been arrested in raids across Germany suspected of plotting to overthrow the government. The plotters are said to include members of the so-called Reich Citizens Movement. William Glucroft is a freelance journalist in Berlin. They are accused of essentially trying to overthrow the government, to try to stoke a sense of civil, civil war-like atmosphere in the country by attacking or trying to attack uh, utilities electric plants, these kinds of things to sort of wreak havoc uh, across society and in, the, in so doing sort of take over the Bundestag, that's the German parliament, and replace it with their own shadow government.
The Argentinian vice president has been sentenced to six years in jail for a fraud scheme that embezzled hundreds of millions of dollars through infrastructure projects when she was president. Cristina Fernandez de Kirchner is expected to appeal and remains immune from arrest owing to her position in the government. The three-judge panel found Mrs. de Kirchner, who was in office from 2007 to 2015, guilty of fraud in connection with the improper granting of public works contracts to a construction magnet closely tied to her family. It rejected a second charge in which she was accused of running a criminal organization. The verdict disqualifies her from holding public office. Reacting after the announcement, she said it was a witch hunt. And this is much simpler. It is not lawfare, not a judicial party. This is a parallel state and mafia, judicial mafia. The real sentence they gave is the disqualification from holding political and elective office, when all the posts I've been in have always been elected by popular vote. We won four elections in the name of Peronism with the surname Kirchner. Mrs. de Kirchner, who is a deeply polarizing figure in Argentina, has denied all the accusations. She followed her husband in the presidency, serving two terms after he chose not to run for re-election. Now let's turn our attention to sport, where all the round of 16 matches have now been played. Here's John Jackson. Morocco have provided the latest shock at the FIFA World Cup finals, beating Spain on penalties to set up a quarter-final match against Portugal. Moroccans wildly celebrated the win and were joined by people across the Middle East and North Africa, ecstatic at what they saw as a victory for the entire Arab world. It's the first time an Arabic-speaking country has made it as far as the quarterfinals of the competition, and it's been made even more significant given Spain ruled swathes of the country in the colonial era. The game itself ended goalless, with Paris Saint-Germain defender Ashraf Hakimi scoring the winning penalty in the shootout. Portugal await them in the quarterfinals on Saturday after they thrashed Switzerland 6-1 thanks to a hat-trick from Gonzalo Ramos. The young Benfica striker replaced Cristiano Ronaldo in the starting lineup, ending his 31-game starting streak in major tournaments. Avatar The Way of Water has premiered in London 13 years after the original was released. The James Cameron film was the top-grossing film of all time when it came out, wowing audiences with its use of immersive 3D graphics. Many of the stars of the original film have returned for the sequel, including Zoe Saldana, Sigourney Weaver and Sam Worthington. They've also been joined by Kate Winslet, who previously worked with James Cameron on another water-based epic, Titanic. And finally, a writer who shared on Twitter how embarrassed she felt after only two people attended her book signing has received thousands of messages of encouragement. Many of them came from some of the most renowned authors in the English language, telling Chelsea Banning, who's based in Ohio, not to be discouraged. Margaret Atwood wrote, I did a signing to which nobody came except a guy who wanted to buy some scotch tape and thought I was the help. While Stephen King wrote, At my first Salem's Lot signing, I had one customer... A fat kid who said, hey bud, do you know where there's some Nazi books? And fantasy writer Neil Gaiman said, Terry Pratchett and I did a signing in Manhattan for good omens that nobody came to at all. So you are too up on us. Chelsea Banning has since received more than 500 e-book orders of her novel of Crowns and Legends, which has also shut up the charts. And that's your World in 10 from the Times of London on Wednesday the 7th of December. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.